The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the 11 and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But those words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Faithful, all in, in it to win it, in it to the end, women. Mary of Magdala, delivered from evil spirits. Mary, mom of a disciple. Johanna and other women go early to the tomb. How heavy their steps, how weighted down their hearts, their minds perplexed and vexed. The powerful had bounced Jesus round, not knowing what to do. His claims, his acts, his authority and power, too great a threat. Yet, death, they thought, will silence him. Death will put us back in charge. Our project supreme, our control intact. Then he'll just seem like a dream. God in the flesh suppressed. Women came grieving meaning missing and despair reigning. What, this is what happens when you, that what's what you thought you could depend on gets swept away. This is what happens when what you depend on is no longer there. This is what happens when the final curtain falls on what is certain, promises and hope broken. The disciples had hopes. Maybe this was the one to redeem us and Israel, but no, say it isn't so, just another bunch of words upended. We come today hearing about an empty tomb with a similar version. Life is uncertain. Two years of pandemic, isolating, exposing our limits and division, proclaiming as absurd real dependability. Violence and words and deeds raises our fight or flight cognizance. Wars and rumors of wars leave us wondering, scrambling for a safe place. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. We've heard it all before. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can't hurt me. Well, that's a lie. Words can kill and chill. Words can create and make new if they are backed 
up. If they are powerful and dependable, promises, dependable promises give life. But today it seems absurd to trust any word. Where is there a dependable promise? And everything echoes this chorus. Schools and universities and media, movies and documentaries, friends, enemies, and even family. And so many, even if we don't join the song, will sing it for us, to us, even against us. It all impacts us. You can't be certain of anything but death and taxes. That's tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. Where is the foundation? Can we bank on it? So much tearing down of the things once trusted. The only thing we have to fear is not fear itself, but that there's nothing holding and enfolding, nothing more than dust blowing and life and the law scolding and leaving us busted. Then there's what happens to us and through us, promises broken, frailty and sin leave us no less confident in those around us or certainly that within us. So we race among the ruins. We strive, achieve, work, and think. Maybe that's the answer. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Bank on yourself. Make a decision and take control. But none of this avoids the oncoming collision. Sooner or later, this ship runs aground, and great is the ruin. Look around at all the wrecks. So we go to the tomb with the women, but our efforts are like looking for the living among the dead. The stone is rolled away, but in the empty tomb, we're still empty. So we stand with the women still adrift with nothing to trust. But then there comes light. A word so bright. Two men with words standing there. Angels, a messenger, a word. Remember what he said. Remember? Remember? That's the answer? Remember? Wait, yes, that's right. He said something about that the other night. Three days delivered up, dead, and then raised. That's right. He said this. Do you get this? The word put down has risen. Trust him. Trust him. We can trust him. He backs up his word. That's what Easter is about. Finally, talk that isn't cheap. He said this. Get this. Jesus' word can't be destroyed. God in the flesh cannot be suppressed. The curtain may have fallen, but Jesus tore it from top to bottom. Jesus' promise will not miss us. Oh, sure. Now, some may wonder, how do you know it? Well, I guess you have to entertain it. Then decide what is more likely. Was he actually raised and appeared to the women, Peter and the disciples, and then over 500 at the same time? Or that a bunch of fishermen outsmarted and tricked the Romans, Jewish elite, and all the authorities, all of whose self-interest would do anything to disprove it? If you lived then, you could go and talk with those whom he appeared to, but now at least we can get to hear him. Made up out of thin air, hundreds of years later, to make Jesus greater than an ordinary rabbi? 
Really? You think Mediterranean people are that foolish? Look, there's no way without an event, history, a history, a happening, that this story gets going. Why can't the God who made nature's laws break them and raise them? Now, don't get this mixed up. Certainty isn't in us. We are people of little faith, little faith, a mustard seed of faith, Jesus says, though, can move mountains. Our faith is a gift that comes from hearing the singing and the preaching. We've got doubt, but what is certain comes to us, not from us. It is a shout from without. It isn't our faith that's certain. It's Jesus' faithfulness. It is the event. It is Easter, and Easter sings loud and clear that you can trust Jesus. His word is mightier and stronger, even if its volume is quieter and mundaner. Don't focus on yourself. Focus on the message. Remember what he said. He would be crucified and be raised from the dead. You won't find lasting assurance looking within. Going inside won't work. Trusting in people, companies, governments, and things won't do. Try and reconcile belief in God in your mind, maybe, but you need more. You need that messenger. You are not what you think or do. You are what you trust. The resurrection stands in the midst of all of us, in the rubble, a stone rejected and broken like all the rest. But God placed that stone right here for us to cling to and hold to amidst all the uncertainty. You can count on Jesus, not to be some Santa Claus, but to give you a promise that you are connected and no matter what, and I mean this, I mean this, listen to me, no matter what, your life is forgiven, love, and never ended. This is the chief cornerstone, an assertion, a statement, dependability that death cannot silence nor sentence. You are mine, says God in Christ He's made a decision about you and claimed you. You are the apple of his eye. Finally, an okay, now I can go on and face whatever comes kind of hope because Jesus has me for certain. Remember, you get this? He said this. Where's the angel today? Take a look around. People who point to Jesus, who remember what he said, well, that's us. People who love and serve and don't let the church, don't let anything get in the way. The church is now the promise teller, the angel that is at the tomb and everyone's tomb now. So with the women, let's go and tell this news. It may just seem to some like nonsense, but for us, it's the best and only saving sentence. Christ is risen. Oh, it's for certain. There is no doubt that's what this day is all about. Amen.